TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is WTIC Pet Talk. Today, Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital takes your pet health questions. Whether you have a dog, cat, or hamster, this is a show for you and your best friend. Call in now at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. And now, Pet Talk. Well, good afternoon, and it is glorious outside. It's absolutely beautiful. Can you believe that we are in the third week of July? Somewhere is the summer going, but at least we have some sun shining. And if whether you're in your car... You know, driving, doing some errands today, and you want, you're listening to the show on your radio, or you just want to ask a question or call in about a comment uh, on something that I may be or may not be talking about, just pull over to the side and, and give us a call. My producer, Kevin, is here, and he is ready to go to put you in the queue. I am Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. Enjoy 1 o'clock in the afternoon on most Saturdays so that we can share a conversation having to do with your pets, keeping them safe, keeping them as healthy as possible. And um, any call, any question, it's not too small, it's not too big. And if I don't have an answer, I will get one for you. Um, We have many specialists in the field of veterinary medicine now. You know, some of you may not you know, realize or um, from, you know, having pets from years ago, but we do have the specialists. We have orthopedic surgeons. We do have ophthalmologists. That's where they just concentrate on one area. But someone like myself, which is considered a general practitioner, is usually your first line of, of looking at your pets and, and giving you some thoughts about uh, the diagnosis. And then again, where we go, go from there. But you always use your primary veterinarian just like you do your primary doctor as well. So that's what we're here for. And I look forward to talking to you because it's been a few weeks since I've been here between Red Sox baseball, which we love, and uh, Lori Fass has been here, the dog and cat trainer. But here I have had a lot of people um, talk to me about what can they do to help their pets uh, traveling this summer? And when we do that, it's something that whether it's um, usually there's four different aspects of how your pets should travel or what you should do when you go on vacation. And that's either air travel, train, car, or even to consider, is it better for them just to stay at home? You know, is it just better about that? That may for some pets, that really is the main way to go. And, um, I know some of the phone calls are coming in, and we will get to those calls um, in a few minutes here. But as we talk about 
planning. That's the key thing. How do I plan to make sure my pets travel safely and as stress-free as possible? So here are some of the tips if you're thinking about traveling by air. Since it is so stressful enough to worry about whether how the pet will fare in a carrier, you know, when you're surrounded by a lot of noise and unfamiliar people, a lot of, I hear the horror stories. And there's three things that tend to set those horror stories off when you do travel by air. First one is when people want to open up their carrier for a final hug or a kiss goodbye, that's when the pet will escape because they're already in a stressful situation or location. The other thing that I see quite frequently is when people try to get away with a low quality carrier that breaks open. Or the other thing is, you know, that we you're, people don't get their pets prepared to in a carrier. You don't have the carrier put in the closet and then take it out the morning before you're going to get on the plane. You want to bring that carrier out. Make sure that you put little treats inside so that they can go in and out. I have a lot of my clients, they tell me how their dogs, even cats, will sleep in the carrier, you know, in the weeks before their travel so that they feel very comfortable in that location. So you want to make sure that you get them used to their carrier. You want to speak to the airline too, because there's kind of three ways of going on the, when you fly, if your pet's under 15 pounds, and that usually includes the car- the weight of the carrier as well. But they, you do have the possibility of having your, your pet kind of sit underneath the seat in front of you and they are very specific about the size of the carrier so that is one option the other some airlines will allow you to check them as luggage which i personally don't recommend and especially you know when we have large dogs or the brachycephalic breeds the dogs that have kind of the smushed in face those french bulldogs uh, boston terriers uh, persian cats you just really want to be very careful how you think about that. And the last thing is called manifest cargo, where you're not checking them in as part of your luggage. You're actually going to the cargo side of the airport. Those people are very well trained how to deal with your pets, how to make sure their, their carriers are very secure. They're in a air-conditioned or a temperature-controlled location. So if you have to fly with your pets, I would recommend going, if they're under or over, way over 15 pounds, consider that. Or again, you know, just a direct flight is another aspect to you want. If we can do a direct flight, that would really, really be the ideal way to go. You don't want to have to worry about them being on the tarmac someplace. Uh, but So direct flight, if you have to fly with your pets. Now, I have um, more thoughts about traveling with your pets, but as promised, what we do here is answer your questions first and foremost, so we will get back to the travel a little bit later, but I want to talk to Dennis. Boy, you you and I spell our names the same way, two N's, right? Bonnie, yes. (laughs) Good. So how can I help you today, Dennis? Um, I have um, a great cat who I adopted in 2012, and... um, he um, has gone missing 12 days ago, and it was right before um, before that had happened. Um, he had just gotten his six-month checkup, and he was very healthy and happy, and he got his shots, and he was front-line for three months. Mm-hmm. And 
a couple of days later, he just went missing, and he's an indoor-outdoor cat, like his little brother, mm -hmm. um, but he's never not come home, and he's always around my yard or inside. If I'm home, he's right with me, oh, no goodness. matter yeah, that I, I know you're worried. I can hear it in your voice. He's microchipped. Great. Um, like I said, he was just a sand road for his, um, uh, you know, his checkup mm -hmm. and all this everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I just can't imagine. I've been searching for him for so long. And um, like I said, he is microchipped, but that doesn't help locate him. Right, exactly. I think that I, I don't know if you have um, contacted your your local animal control officer. I most certainly have. I did it, you know, the right first away. day. Missing, yes, immediately. Okay. Um, he's, he, we live in Torrington, so we called the Torrington police and the animal control, and I notified my vet. And we have flyers up everywhere, and I'm looking for him, but I'm almost thinking I can't imagine what could have happened to him, and I think that perhaps someone took him, if that's possible. Right. Well, I, you know, and I think what you've done everything, and, and again, even calling the show here, that, you know, some yeah. of the people that are listening or people that kind of know, you know, maybe sometimes, you know, people talk and they say, oh, I found this gray cat in the Torrington area. Well, you know, we will make sure, um, Dennis, I'm going to, when we're done speaking, if you don't mind, I am going to um, put you on hold and, and then I'll have Kevin get your phone number so I have it available. Thank you so much. So if somebody yeah. does call the station, uh, the other thing, you know, I, I obviously work in Bloomfield. We have bears around. We have coyotes around. I do worry about the wildlife um, as well. Um, I don't know if, do you have any sightings in Torrington with? Yes, okay. it's long, uh, but I have had a bear in my yard before, yeah. bear, but um, it's happened. And so I would think, and there is um rural area right behind my very suburban neighborhood. So mm -hmm. it out of the question for a fox to come into the yard at night or something, I wouldn't think. But yeah. And the other thing is he also is very friendly. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I hope someone did not steal him. Well, I really do. I mean, um, me. and so, again, I, I think if anybody does have any clues for you, we they can contact us here at the station. They can contact the Torrington Animal Control, Dennis. So we will be out there, uh, you know, trying to help you look. And I, I, just a little story of my own is um, when, when I was a, a youngster um, and we lived in the projects of Hartford, we had a cat and, and she actually was missing for over two weeks. She came back dirty, skinny, but she found her way home. So I want you to still hold on to some hope. And, oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> I lived in Norfolk. He went for three months. I knew he was gone. And then he just came home one day at the end of August, healthy as it could be. And he would probably just been living outside because it was such a rural area. Right. Well, um, so this is gray. He's 17 pounds. Mm -hmm. um, very friendly, very soft. Um, you know, he's an excellent hunter. He's very good around the road. Um, and like I said, I've had him since 2012 and, uh, thank you so much for helping. You're, um, you're very welcome. You're very welcome, Dennis. And I'm going to put you on hold and then we're going to take a break and Kevin will get to you when he has a moment and, um, good luck to, with everything. Okay. Well, thank you so much, doctor. Thank you very much. Good luck. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, gosh, I just break your heart. Um, what I'm going to do is um, make sure that we well, we have to take our break, right, Kevin? Let's take our short commercial break, and then Joe uh, will be back, and we'll speak with you as well. And again, let's look for this little kitty. Actually, we're going to have to find out their, our gray cat's name, because a lot of these cats will respond to their names, too. All right, we'll be back with more Pet Talk on WTIC News Talk 1080. We're talking about taking trips here this summer. If you're fortunate enough to be able to have a little time to vacation and get away and kind of help your mental wellness, um, I I really wish you having a good time. Welcome back to the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital, and we're talking to you about your pets. Talk about tra- different forms of traveling with your pets and the best way to keep them safe, and we will work that. We will just kind of um, weave that throughout the show. But again, the calls, people calling in and talking with us are the most important aspect of this show, and it goes by fast when we do this type of thing. Um, but we will give you some more tips about travel throughout. Um, I know we have um, Joe on the line. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Not bad. How are you, doctor? I'm good. I'm feeling really good. When I, I don't like the humidity, so less humidity, I'm a happy lady. <laughs> I know that. A few quick things to the previous caller. What he might want to try to do is a lot of the chip companies, I know not a lot, but I know two of them. Mm-hmm. If you call them up, they'll send out flyers. The microchip, okay. That's a great yeah. idea. And I think... Um, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, again, I think you got to pay twenty bucks. What I have, I have reunited. It was twenty dollars for life. Okay. But uh, they might try that. Don't let the cat in anymore because you have foxes and coyotes. It's just not safe. I know. I, I found out his name is the Fat Man's. I think that goes to the fact that he's seventeen pounds, so he may respond to that. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a really good tip. Um, and again, if we microchipping and, and and the other thing too, if someone did by chance take this cat and because exactly. he's so friendly. What the microchip does, as you know, too, is that if if um, Dennis suspects he sees the cat, mm-hmm. he can have animal control say, "Hey, go over to this address and microchip and, and test the microchip." Because that's, that's one of the reasons I know that's where last dog I had was a stray, uh-huh. and he was a he was a he was a pit bull. He was a scary looking dog, but he really wasn't. Right. But I got a microchip. Is a case of ever stolen? No, it's my dog. No, it's my dog. We got a chip on him. Oh, you lose, wow. I win. Yeah, right. You know exactly. I mean? It's such that permanent identification is key. And um, and I, and one last thing just to kind of um, sum that up is, again, when we talk about tr- people that travel, whether it's car, train mm-hmm. or airplane, you have to have the microchip first, mm-hmm. first and foremost. That we have to tell the people to have which when, I, when you get a physical every year, make sure they migrate. You know, what I mean, sometimes they move. Right. They do. They do. Let's do a skin. Now, the reason why I called is, I think I've told you in the past, I use a topical uh, flea and tick. Yeah. But I call, and I, I got two different answers. I got 48 hours to keep them dry. The other one was 24 hours. And I told you, I walk in 10 miles a day. I can't do 24 hours. Okay. Because I'm, I'm wetting him. And, like, when I say swim, and I, it's an insult, well, some people say they swim with the dog because they go, like, 20 feet. We swam. The fire department came out after us a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. That's how far we stay on the water. Says so I can't. I said, let me get a, um, let me get, let me get the oral medication. 
Right. I was just wondering, I should have gotten another one. I went crazy to get this to my veteran carrier. I had to get the okay and all this stuff. Could I say the name? Sure. It's NextGuard. Yeah. Now, what I didn't like, there's other one I did research afterwards. NextGuard is saying 24 to 48 hours to kill the tick after it bites. Okay. Now, there's other ones. I heard there's other ones. There's a there's a one that I forget. There's It's a, it's good for heart guard. It's for eight hours. I don't want to use that because I don't want to put it all at once. Right, right. But I just want to know. Okay. Is your opinion your your experience with NextGuard? Uh, well, that is the number one drug since you're asking me that I do prescribe okay. for my for my dogs and uh, my dog patients. Um, so and it, it has been very very successful. Okay. Um, I I do think again we're we're you know we talked about topical so you're so we're not this is not a topical drug just to be clear. Oh, I know I already got. I, I know oh, that. I, know I know you know. I just want to okay. make sure our listening okay. audience because when you and okay. I speak. We're also educating those that are okay. listening. Okay, the okay. next the next guard is the oral medication, and mm-hmm. I, and you give it once a month. Now there are other oral medications out there. I just happen to like doing the same system of using the heartworm preventative once mm-hmm. a month, the next guard once a month. Mm-hmm. But again, and it, but it is not to be used. For, with dogs that have neurological signs. So mm-hmm. any dog with epilepsy, any dog, mm-hmm. that, I have several dogs that I'm treating that just have these idiopathic tremors. I will not put them on NexGuard as a preventative. It's it's on their label not to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we stick by what the what the label is. But I, I really do like it. And I have never, ever seen any of my patients come down with Lyme disease that have okay. been on it. Um, I've just, it's been, I've been using it for years. Okay, because I think I have to do with this in the summer, because I've been saying, they're telling me all oh, our studies, after tw- even after 24 hours, they started saying 24 hours, but you could unlimited swimming with the dog, right? right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, 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 I would love to see the actual studies. Would you take a dog and you dump them in water for like five minutes and <laughs> took them out? Yes. Because when I go, I go salt water. Trust me, doctor, I go way out. I mean, I'm a spectacle. The, the, the beach is washing. You're not even supposed to be swimming there. So I come back, we're in there for about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and then when I come back, I have the water in the car, water home, and I'm rinsing them off again. And this is just like I dumped them in a, in a, in a tank yeah. for five minutes and pulled them out. So I says I feel better with, you know, with an oil, especially dur- during the summer and everything. Yeah, I, I do think that is the key, um, is what what's the lifestyle of, of one's pets? And swimming would not be, I don't I wouldn't equate that with a topical. I wouldn't equate using a collar um, with, with those either. So... I'm with you 100% okay, good. going so with I'm the okay with medicine. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mention it. I know someone has a Shuba Uno. We're prone to seizures, yeah. and the dog is exhibiting seizures, and he's giving him the try with one for all three. I send him, an, I say, here's from their own literature. You yeah. don't do this. It's your breeder dog, and plus your dog's already showing it, right? Right. He's still, you know, you talk to the wall. Then you wonder why I yell sometimes and everything. <laughs> you try talking to these people nice. You have a soft approach. You try to be nice. But it's, 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 I, they just do, you know. I know. I know. I don't understand it either sometimes, and I write things down when people leave the hospital. But for the, but I, see, you know, I, we talked about this. You're glass half empty. I'm glass half full. And that, and I, I, the majority of people, including people that listen to this show, I'm going to be on Channel 3 on Monday. People, it's positive. Oh, I didn't realize that. Or I told my daughter what you said. I don't have a pet, but they do. So yeah, I think last time they did, they did, doctor, they did, yes, yeah. Saturday, six weeks, do I, so the guy's walking a dog. 
a few weeks ago. How old's your dog? Six six weeks. I says, first of all, you need it doesn't have all the shots, and it's and it's a Connecticut law. You're supposed to be eight weeks and everything. You've got it, Joe. Hey, guess what? There's news that's coming up. My my, my uh, I, I, I try to be nice, and sometimes <laughs> I, there's so much you can take. Hey, listen, Joe. Thank you as usual for being informative, and and you have a good rest of your day. Take care. Be safe. Thank you, doctor. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye. That's our Joe. Okay, but now it's all news, and then we'll come back for our next half hour on WTIC News Talk 1080. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Shaking off the miles, trying to make it home. Let's hope our little fat cat, our little gray cat, well, big gray cat, is finding his way home. He is microchipped. You know, we talked to Dennis a little bit earlier, um, and um, I, I have hope that he, because again, it sounds like he is, this kitty cat is so well loved. Even if someone did take him, he will find a way to escape and he will find his way home. I'm sure of it. I am Dr. Andrea Dennis. As we said earlier, the woman that believes in the glass half full at all times. Um, but I, I do, I have lived that story. And, and again, we're, we're, we're not going to give up hope here on um, Dennis's cat, gray cat called the fat man. And uh, again, he is microchipped. So if anybody suspects, you know, just call animal control and they will be able to identify him. So listen, I, those of you that are golden retriever fans, I read something in the news this week that I thought was fun. I mean, it's over now. But, you know, they, in, um, in Scotland, they had a gathering of golden retrievers and their owners um, at the Gushigan House in Glen Affric. It's in the highlands of Scotland. And there's about 500 golden retrievers and, and their family members were there. And they, they were celebrating that the first golden retriever puppies were born 155 years ago. They were uh, bred by an aristocrat who wanted a gun dog, you know, something, someone that, a dog that was suited that didn't panic when they were going hunting. And so, you know, owners from all over the UK, Europe, even North America, Australia, and Japan all came to this 
Gushagon House, and they had a series of events and talks. They're absolutely beautiful, loyal dogs. And those of you that own one or know one are, are really very um, astute to that. They're also, I, I kind of equate them to with the being comfort dogs. They have, uh, they're usually some of the first dogs that go into traumatic situations. Uh, I remember there was five of them that came to um, Newtown and with the Sandy Hook tragedy and just try to help the, the school kids and the people that just lost so much. But they were celebrated this week in Scotland. So hats off to the Golden Retrievers this week. Uh, so, Tim, you're going to give us an update, too. How are you, Tim? Hello. Hi, Tim. It's Hello. it's Dr. Dennis. How are you? Hi, Dr. Dennis. I am very well, thank you. Good. Listen, I, I just wanted to give you an update on, on my big guy, 31-and-a-half-pound butterscotch. Um, you know, we, we got him into a foster uh, back in April. Right. And, um, you know, we, we gave him, like, a month to just, you know, get get in control because his backstory was really, really bad mm-hmm. and his brother's backstory was really, really bad. So once he got comfortable in the environment, um, we started working with him and uh, you know, everything, I just want to preface this with everything we did was with, you know, consulting the veterinarian because we didn't want to do anything wrong. And um, we're down to 29.25 pounds. That's great. Um, he has a neck, which I'm telling you, when when I first did, took this cat in, it was a head on a morbidly obese body, mm-hmm. and it was the saddest thing I ever saw. Right, right. And um, and uh, you know, I was lucky enough to find a foster who who deals entirely with special needs pets, and this is part of what I think is really important about his his journey is he is in a foster home with himself. And his brother, who is not skinny, his brother's 17 pounds. We kind of forget that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he's in that foster home um, with him. and It's him and his brother and a 12-year-old, um, no, an 11-year-old uh, uh, beagle and a 12-year-old um, basset. Okay. And so- is you he know, getting some it, exercise then? Is he getting some exercise? Yeah, that's, Great. that's the whole thing. I, yeah. I told I told the foster, I said, right. this is incredible. I said, but these are the, you know, the animals this, this cat needed to be with. Right. I said, eventually, eventually we're going to have to get you to, to foster a whippet. <laughs> <laughs> when well, he's out think, there running around. Well, again, it, it is that combination of the calories going into the body and the calories that he's burning off. And, you know, to, to right. even, you know, we're headed towards, you know, a good 10% weight loss already. And keeping yep. that up is key because, again, you don't want to starve these guys or they will go have what we call fatty liver syndrome. I remember, right. if I remember correctly, one of the first phone calls was that you were struggling, that he didn't like candy food, knowing that canned right. food generally helps with weight loss. But again, I right. said, I don't care. He needs to eat. We're just going to give him a low-cal dry food. And if the, he won't eat canned food, then we don't worry about it. And and it's working. And I, you found a, you know, a, a, a sweet angel to take him in, and you're, you're staying on top of him, Tim. So this is really you know, an excellent and, and, story. 
And another thing we did was we, we started decreasing the amount of food we left out for grazing, the dry food. Yeah. And we started feeding that food at wet food time. Okay. So he is now, he is now actually eating less at wet food time, but he's eating all the dry. So in other words, we would leave a cup out all day for him. But now, now we you're give doing him, less. So he, are you yeah, saying he is eating canned cup. food now? He is eating some canned oh, food? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, we're, okay, we're good. killing him through canned food. Oh, thank you. Well, then this has been a fabulous update, Tim. So keep us posted now, as we move forward. Can I just say one more thing? Sure. I, you know, if, this, if this is wrong, don't, you know, you can avoid it or whatever. I've been in, in cat rescue for 40 years. My, my foster is clearly not been she's not even 40 yet but i i just want to say i agreed with her that he could have an instagram page it is not a look at my fat cat roll around page it is a page that we are hoping will bring people together to talk about this problem right this is a problem so it's about his journey so you're saying that his instagram page is about his journey and I think that Correct. is important. We we did something with um, WFSB about six years ago and followed the journey of three three of my patients that we had to make sure they were losing weight, and it was so heartwarming in the end. And it's it's very important how weight control. It's not a funny. It's not something no. that is humorous. It is medically an issue for them, and uh, we're trying to make sure that this, you know, that we keep our guys yeah. safe and healthy. No, I think that's that's worth saying. No, no problem, Tim. Okay. Okay. He's at he's at King Dot Butterscotch. Okay. Sounds if good. If anybody wants to follow him, he's looking good. Oh, I love it. I love it. I will have King my staff Dot look on it. I'm horrible on, on um, social media, but on my staff, That's I've fine. got a lot of That's young fine. people on my staff. I'm going to have them look for it. Awesome. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Keep us posted, though. Give us another call. I just have some other people on the line I'm going to grab, too. Thanks, Goodbye. Tim. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yeah, that is um, <laughs> to go from 31 to 29. I know it may not seem like um, a great thing, but it is progress. It is absolutely progress. And and with cats, we owe, and dogs too, um, we recommend slow weight loss, but it has to be done. It has to be done for their joints, prevent diabetes. And um, I'm dealing with actually four patients right now Five now, I'm pretty sure the blood work's going to come back positive for diabetes mellitus. And all of these patients were on the heavier side. So um, it's just amazing uh, keeping their weight under control. Um, all right, before we take our break, I think Janet has um, something that she'd like to add to the conversation. Hi, Janet. Hi, uh, Dr. Dennis. I just thought I would call. Um, my cat stash has uh, been microchipped with Home Again. Yes. And what they do is not only do they, uh, I was speaking uh, with Joe uh, here and him. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do flyers. But guess what? what? I get alerts in my area oh. whenever a cat or a dog is missing. Oh, okay. That's and great. I pay I pay yearly twenty dollars, right? And it's really really worth it. Even though my cat is an indoor cat, yeah. it doesn't matter. I take him out to go to the vet, right? And you know and he, he can get out. He can even get out in my own backyard. Right. I mean, he happen. follows me. You know, so I had him microchipped within a month of of adopting him. Right. I just wasn't going to take that chance. Well, then I think so I think. I just, 
I think Dennis I, is doing just about everything, but this is one more thing to contact his microchip company to let them know that, you know, the fat cat is missing. And yeah. maybe you'll get one of those alerts. I'm not sure what company he had, but um, yeah. Home Again is very, very good. They are. That's, that's, what, that's what my uh, vet recommended. That's what my vet uses. Yeah, and, as do um, we. We do, that, so, we do as well at the Bloomfield and, Animal And they're Hospital. very good. I mean, as a matter of fact, I just had two cats uh, come uh, on my uh, cell phone uh, and my email uh-huh. uh, this morning okay. uh, that they were looking for. So it can happen. And also, uh, doctor, the other thing is what they do say is I've had before there was even microchips um, that one of my other cats, um, he was gone for three days. And we said, oh, forget it. You know, we've lost him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's out in the woods. The mm-hmm. animal got him, whatever. The cat came back in three days. You'd never know that anything ever happened to him. <laughs> he didn't tell you where he was. But, <laughs> I mean, honest to God. But, um, you know, this was before microchipping was ever done. Right. Well, And, uh, and usually they're within a few miles, usually, um, right. especially a cat can be within a few miles of their home. They don't usually venture too far, mm-hmm. but well, you never know. No, and this is, I really appreciate your, your phone call because this is, yeah. what, this is what this show is all about. You know, uh, right. how we can help each other with our pets. You try to right. do everything the right way and the things still happen. And, but I uh, just think, you know, getting the alerts, uh, yes. and I love reading and they also send you stories okay. um when they get them back and i, I it's just really heartwarming um you know they yeah well, it Janet, really is this has been very helpful i'm sure so, dennis is still listening okay. and if he hadn't to send out that alert or hasn't contacted the company i'm sure he will so thank yeah. you so much and good oh, luck with you. your four-legged family members all right bye-bye all right, we're going to have to take a, a, a break, a short break, but then we'll come back. back. But I think, again, thank you for um, per- participating because we want this um, Greg Kitty to come home. All right, you'll be listening, and we got another 15 minutes to go. So more Pet Talk on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back. This is Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. Uh, we've been talking about veterinary medicine and the, the importance of having a microchip in your pet. Listen, I do have a website that's associated with the, with the hospital, and that's Bloomfield Animal Hospital CT for Connecticut.com. We do have a wonderful web page. There is lots of great information. I think one of my favorites is. Um, what to do when your dog or cat has been skunked. Um, great little recipe there, what to put on your pets. The, the um, old days of tomato juice are over, um, but we also have good information um, about all different aspects of your pet's health. We are going to finish up our show talking about the travel aspect and going on vacation or just, you know, sometimes you just want to go for a two-hour trip, go visit someone by the shore. So again, air travel probably takes up the most preparation in terms of reaching out to your airlines and that you're planning on traveling with. Again, I emphasize if you're going to travel, know what you're doing, make sure you've, hopefully you can get a direct flight. There is sometimes if the weather is too hot, they will not allow 
pets to travel by cargo or or in, have them checked in. So you have to keep that in mind as well. And each airline was different. One airline uh, that I went think it was Southwest. They only allow for dogs or cats 15 pounds or less to go underneath the seat. They don't have any of the other options. I think American Airlines had some of the other options. Um, Delta, I think, did as well. So do your research and don't be afraid. If, if online is a little bit too confusing, don't be afraid to call, you know, and try to call you again. I'm Sometimes you're on hold for a while, but let's be prepared with that. The other thing is um, here in the, the Northeast, uh, we, there's a lot of travel by train. They have very specific recommendations. I think like Amtrak really doesn't, um, other than service animals. Now, again, I, I should have prefaced that from the beginning, that service animals are a whole different breed, whole different category. That's something that, you know, you can talk to someone. Amtrak, I, I usually get a live person on the phone when I'm traveling by Amtrak. But online they talk about both dogs and cats up to 20 pounds is what they welcome on their trips, but to call or to reach out for more information on, on what, what the, their requirements are. The other aspect is most of us, I think, though, will be tried to travel by car. And some of the suggestions that I have here are not just to worry about going on vacation. I think you have to also, so many of us want our pets to be, uh, be able to go with us to visit a friend if it's allowed. After COVID, I cannot tell you the number of dogs and cats to some extent that are having anxiety with people going back to work. A lot of people adopted older dogs during this time, during our COVID time frame. And so a lot of these dogs come with some hidden anxieties that we just don't know about. Last thing about going with the car, though, before we go into some of the recommendations, is that it's it's hot out there. Better, really, to leave them home and rather than put them in the car. Chance even going into the store for five minutes, you could really put them at risk. So really, this time of year especially, I would recommend just leaving your pets home. But say you're going to go for a car ride and visit some friends. So what you want to do is there are many different reasons for, you know, why pets are nervous in the car. The first one, you have to work, rule out motion sickness. Not all pets with motion sickness are going to vomit. Many of the behaviors your dog or cat can display may be um, kind of licking the lips, drooling especially, and panting. How many times do you really see a cat pant? When it's not, they usually don't even when they're warm, but that's a main sign of anxiety. And if left untreated, motion sickness leads to anxiety about the car itself. I love the drug Serenia for motion sickness. It is something that we use in dogs and cats. It's actually labeled for dogs, but it is um, universally used in dogs and cats. So Serenia is ideal. Talk to your veterinarian. It's an FDA-approved medication, so you need to talk to your veterinarian about that. I've had several conversations over the years with folks about whether what they're seeing with their pets in the car is anxiety or is it nausea. I try to make that determination first. Number two, you can consider using some of these fair roams or what they call aromatherapy 
uh, things like feel away, adaptil. It's an odorless um, kind of message that dogs and cats to, can get to help them feel calm. You can spray them in their carrier. Don't put them in right away. Wait at least 10 minutes before you put them in. But that's something that you can use. Some people believe in lavender and chamomile. I try not to put cat litter. I think why get them more worked up? Cat litter to me doesn't really calm an animal so much as it sometimes get them just feeling a little high. So um, I'm not a kitty litter fan putting it in the carrier. I think some of these other things like the feel away for a cat would be much better. Also, when you're traveling in the car, let's use some seatbelts and crates. You, They have these wonderful harnesses for dogs. They have really these wonderful attachments for making sure your crate is nice and secure in the car. Let's make sure we have that happening. But even after doing all this and even trying to do some of these kind of calming exercises, putting a treat in the car, sometimes you just got to talk to your veterinarian about good old-fashioned medication. And I know many of you try not to use medications in your pets if you can avoid it, but they work. And I have prescribed them successfully. I think for cats in particular, floxetine is a common drug that's also known as Prozac. But if you're going to use something like that, that can take up to four to six weeks to really start to take effect. And so if you're not doing that ahead of time or having that conversation with your veterinarian ahead of time, that's probably not the thing you want to start um, two days before you're going to go ahead and get on a plane or get in the car. The other one I like for cats is gabapentin. You can use that the night before and the day of travel, and it works immediately. And that really takes away the anxiety. That's what we're trying to accomplish is removing the anxiety from these pets, not necessarily just sedating them. Now, do some dogs and cats need sedation? Yes, but it's rare. It's more the anti-anxiety. And I love gabapentin for dogs as well. Trazodone, if we do need to add a sedative, then something like acepromazine. Uh, Long-term and getting it on board is something called clomipramide, and that also takes four to six weeks to work. So let's be prepared. Travel, have fun this summer, but be prepared. And your veterinarian and the veterinarian staff is a major tool. Well, it's the end of another show. And I want to thank Kevin for producing such a great show and keeping me right on the, the, the path and making sure I don't go over and I'm not too short. And, of course, we thank Justin for the music. Um, he's making me a country fan, if you can't tell. <laughs> I don't think I have a choice in the matter. We'll be back for next time. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your v- 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 